Boys. Banter. Unpreparedness. Sometimes the three come together, and on this episode of Three Unprepared Men, the boys have their third banter. On the agenda this time, we discuss Kari Sweat, a drink Mason describes as the beverage of gods. We discuss my struggles coming to terms with some stuff over the last couple months. And we also discuss a hot dog adventure. My name is Alex Kalafi, and along with my lads... Mason. And... Matt. We do things our way. And that's just Three Unprepared Men. Hello and welcome to Three Unprepared Men. I am Alexander Emanuel Kulafi, joined today by my two regular co-hosts, Matthew Jebediah Mahoney. Hello. Hello. And uh, one Mr. Mason, no middle name, Salvis. Hi, how are you? On today's podcast, we are discussing Euro Trance Beats with uh, today's album for review, Hot Euro DJ Beats of the Heart, Volume 2, Hour 2, Part 3. Let me hear your hands. <laughs> <laughs> let me hear your heart sing. Let me let me hear your heart sing tonight. Damn. Where is the night yeah, there that is. I hold on to? Where is the night that I hold on to so desperately? Where is the night that I hold on to? Where is the night, baby, you and me? Ooh! Did anyone know that this kid had pipes? Did anyone know this kid had pipes? <laughs> My mic. My mic. I like. Where go. is the night in the big city? Going to hang with my friends. It is so trippy. <laughs> Turns into um, what is it? Russian hard hard dance. What is happening? Russian hard <laughs> jump style. Russian <laughs> hard dance. What is happening? What are these genres? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'd like to give a shout out to Alex for bringing the Pukari sweats, my guys. Mm-hmm. That Pukari sweat game. Yeah, we're gonna be sweating tonight. I'm feeling alive. With that ion supply. Yeah, that ion supply. Only drink to go to the moon. Y'all know that. Mm-hmm. The last time I was here, we brought up Bakari Sweat, but I didn't yeah. know what it was. Yeah. I assumed it was some like funky juice mm-hmm. that you would find in some other country. Yeah, like a and back I didn't... Out, which is yeah. pretty close. It's But it's not. Yeah. So we we went to uh, an Asian supermarket, and I got some curry with you, with you boys. You boys got ramen, but I got mm-hmm. curry. And you came back with three nope. of these bottles, Believe which are clear it. liquid bottles a little cloudy, but mostly just regular watercolor. It's Picari Sweat, blue label. Looks like looks like a modified water bottle slightly. And um it tastes to me like the greatest thing ever, I agree. Like a fruity It's better than Gatorade. Uh-huh. But it com- it plays in the same field as Gatorade. Sort of, yeah. I, I think what you get out of Gatorade is similar to what you get out of this. Not saying yeah. quality-wise, but mm-hmm. I'm saying it's it's yep. a similar it, it beverage. It leaves the same sort of taste on your tongue afterwards, mm-hmm. yeah. but the actual immediate flavor is very different. Yeah. And I think that Gatorade is more watery. Right. Wow. A okay. lot more watery. Damn. Right. Actually, mm, 
This is watery, but in a refreshing way, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I'm saying I think that it's more watered down. It has less potent flavor. I'm actually, I'm going to do a Much live taste. Yeah, live, live taste says, coffee going in. <laughs> going in. <laughs> Alex, going in. I, I included the gulp. If I may, can I read the label so that everybody can know? In Korean? What <laughs> no, 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 no. On the front, I want to read okay. uh, yeah. their description of Pakari mm -hmm. Sweat as it reads. Pakari Sweat is a drink which supplies water and electrolytes lost through perspiration. Pakari Sweat is quickly absorbed into the body tissues due to its fine osmolity yeah. and contains electrolytes for replenishing body fluids. All Bakari Sweat is thus highly recommended as a beverage for such activities as sports, physical labor, after a hot bath, mm. and even as an eye-opener in the That's morning. That's beautiful. Where do I sign up? Yeah, it's a slight, it's a vague, there's a vague fruitiness to it, but yeah. it's not any specific fruit. Mm. Y'all boys mm. say it's salty too. Y'all boys say it's salty. It's, it's got a salty taste to it. It's not. It doesn't taste salty. Yeah. But if I had to mention the profile, mm -hmm. there's a little bit of salt to it. And Gatorade it's, electrolytes are mostly just salt and a couple other things that it throws in. Yeah. It's mostly it's mostly sweet though mm -hmm. than it is salty. It's more sweet than it is salty, but it is sweet with a little, with bit, a little of salt. bit of salt. You can taste the salt. It's yeah. very good and very refreshing, and it sounds amazing. After Highly that. recommend. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if you can get your hands sweat. on the next time you're yeah. at your local Asian market, <laughs> yeah. your local Asian market, <laughs> found at your local Asian supermarket. It's good though. It's it's not as it's not as mythical as you said. It's it's kind of it's more down to earth. Yeah, you think and, so? I still think it's mythical. I love it, dude. I think it's it's not on the. I mean, it's from the moon. It's from the moon. Dead ass. I mean, like, it was not from the moon. It's it's, it's been, been to, to the, the moon. moon and back. It has stories. The drink has stories. That's all I'm saying. The drink has stories. First drink to the moon. First drink to the moon. To the moon, boys. The moon. To the moon. Where we have to uncap yeah, cheers. it. And take cheers. cheers, boys. Cheers. To hey. 19 episodes of fun. Mm. <laughs> you this wild. is definitely the drink of the of the of the boys. Oh yeah, this is 100. Pakari sweat is the the drink of three unprepared men. But three the official extreme. beverage, yeah. the official <laughs> sponsored beverage of Three Unprepared Men, go to PakariSweat.com slash T-U-M to get your first month for free. <laughs> T-U-M? What's a T-U-M? Go to PakariSweat.kr slash... Kind of pizza. It's right there on the label in Korean. Dot K-R slash T-U-M to get your first month today. Pakari, Pakari sweat. Stay hydrated. What the heck is this episode about? <laughs> Pakari sweat. <laughs> what the heck is this episode? Right, how y'all? How y'all boys been doing? How y'all boys? Yo, been should doing? I just go first with my fucking like two months? <laughs> Yikes! 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 Scoops. Because boy, has it been a roller coaster. Oh boy. Oh, he's getting the guitar. Oh, no. You want to talk about an episode? The kid's getting his guitar. He's putting it up to the mic. I guess. Start talking. Just start talking. Yeah. So I told this on the last sort of banter we did. We talked about. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about how I um I had an allergic reaction. Yep. Didn't know what it was to. Went to the ER, and then we kind of left it at that. Well, everything evolved basically as that night after we were done recording, and then after yeah. that point. So that night we went to a pizza place. I got a tuna sub and a Powerade and then I ate it and I was like feeling a little queasy. No big deal. And mm -hmm. then 
I uh, we went to get ice cream at this ice cream parlor connected to the yeah, movie theater after, and I got an ice cream cookie with two with uh, cookies and cream ice cream, a very safe food. Yeah, but I had been for the few days up till that, I had been very skittish about food. Yeah. I was like, I was in a very distrustful place because mm-hmm. I was I was never a picky eater, and then getting an allergic reaction that you puff up, you just never expect it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I got the ice cream cookie. And for some reason, I started panicking, and I didn't, I didn't, I thought I was going to have an allergic reaction or something. Mm-hmm. And like, I went to the bathroom immediately after because I was like, I, I was like super, yeah, yeah on edge. Yeah, which I mean, I don't think I, we didn't talk about it at the moment, and I, it must have been like too subtle to like know that I was yeah. actually freaking out. Mm-hmm. But like, I went to the bathroom, and I was pacing back and forth, waiting, like, is something going to happen? Is something going to happen? Looked in the mirror, nothing happened. I uh, came back and like I wasn't you guys might not remember this either, but I wasn't really sitting down I was kind of pacing back yeah, and I forth remember a little I was, I remember you were standing up and I was like I was just I was in a very sort yeah. of panicky place But I had never I hadn't really had much of a, much panic attacks sort yeah. of before that So I went home that night I got queasy and then I tried laying down and then you know those nights where like you feel like you got to throw up yeah, and then yeah. like you hunch over the toilet you don't throw up you go back to bed you get up and try throwing up <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and you go back and forth and I never threw up. Yeah. So I would go to the toilet, I would like get into the position, nothing would happen mm-hmm. and I would be like, "Oh, I guess I can fall asleep." So then I try to fall back asleep, yeah. but as soon as I go horizontal I get queasy again. So it was yeah. a night of that. Um in the morning I sort of I like I'm like super nauseous. Yeah. Just and I get I get a bunch of ginger in me. And that afternoon, I end up for apropos of nothing. I think everything just came to a head and I experienced a panic attack for the mm-hmm. first time in my life. You boys have never have you any either of you experienced anything like that? Uh, I don't think I've ever had yeah. like anything like crazy severe. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. like you know, you get like nervous and sometimes like out of nowhere you get really anxious, yeah. but I've yeah. never gotten to the point where I was like, yo, I'm finna about to die. I've never, I've never had like, the like heart attack feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And panic attacks are a lot more complicated than yeah. like we traditionally know them as because when you think of a panic attack or you see it portrayed, it's like yeah. You're like you're like you're freaking out, you're shaking, you feel like you're gonna die of a heart attack, but it's a lot more complicated than that. Yeah. Because what happens during a panic attack is you're convinced that you're gonna die or something horrible is about to happen. Mm-hmm. Like oh, okay. the the idea of tomorrow just disappears. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for the first time that happened, you actually believe it and you're yeah. like, oh frick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Christian server only. <laughs> <laughs> so and this was two months ago, so I have a much I have much more perspective on yeah, it then. Yeah. So it's like it's I know you guys aren't like this, but this is not a you need to be on edge around yeah, Alex yeah. kind yeah, of. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. No, I got um, I'm always on edge though. <laughs> I'm, I'm, always, I'm always edging. Always, yeah, always <laughs> edging. Always edging. <laughs> Hashtag always edging. They edge. Yeah, so I had my first panic attack, which was basically, I was like, I was feeling, you know how like you're about to cry and like you need a, you need a good stress cry? Yeah. So you're like, I'm just going to listen to a song. I'm going to get stuff moving. I started crying, but when I started crying, I just started panicking. Oh, no, it just made it worse. It's worse, yeah. Because you always think it's that cries are always good things that relieve stress. Yeah. Except when it's not, and sometimes crying just makes you feel worse. Worse, yeah. yeah. Uh, So then my chest felt like, it immediately felt like it was lighting on fire. And I was like, oh, crap, this must be the acid reflux, the GERD acting up. Yeah. So, and it just did not go away all day. I thought I was going to die. I made a an appointment with my primary care doctor. 
Uh, that night I went to the ER for a second time. This was a yeah. night after we had this podcast recording. Uh-huh. Uh, they gave me some medicine for the GERD. They gave me something to calm me down. And they just basically sent me on my way. Yeah. And for the next month, I was managing GERD, which is... So there's acid reflux, which is like you feel a little heartburn in your yeah. chest. Yeah. GERD is the chronic version of that where you need to manage it or else oh, okay. you can gotcha. like you can actually like cough up acid a little bit it's a lot of people have it and there's a lot of effective medication around it if you eat right you'll be fine it's just so i was taking this medication for a month and i was queasy basically every single day for about Mm -hmm. a month i was panic attacking every day i was trapped in my own head Mm -hmm. i was like it's basically just because of this one allergic reaction that i was now removed from like I started being scared of going to sleep yeah i started uh like thinking i was gonna die like I remember it was the 4th of July and I was hanging out with the girlfriend and I sat on a park bench and I was like, I don't know if there's a tomorrow. Not like I'm going to do anything to myself. It's just because of the, like the dark cloud hanging over your head. Yeah. With anxiety, it's basically a false alarm from your head. Yeah. Is, uh, is like, it's putting danger where there isn't any. Mm -hmm. Uh, and until you know how to listen to that voice, you don't believe it and you basically believe what it says so your nervous system gets more tired out the physical symptoms get worse which it's chest pounding it's a heartburn which doesn't actually mean there's acid coming up it's just you're sensitive yeah uh there's chest pains there's this thing called depersonalization where you don't believe you're in your own body yep so like it's uh you know how like you get drunk and you feel like you're having an out-of-body experience like watching yourself walk basically floating over your head yeah. That's that's what it feels like, except you're not drunk, so you like you're scared of it and you think you have a brain tumor. Mm-hmm. And over the past two months, I ended up going to like fifty million doctors' appointments, thinking mm-hmm. that there was something I went to a neurologist twice, I went to a gastro doctor, I got an endoscopy. And by the way, the endoscopy came back, I don't have GERD at all. Oh really? I, yeah. I hypochondriized GERD for a month. Wow. Uh and like because I just kept Googling symptoms, like I thought I had yeah. appendicitis. I thought I had lung disease. I thought mm-hmm. I had esophageal spasms. I thought I had heart attack. By the way, if you're ever having a heart attack, the pain will not come from your chest. It will come from other parts of your body. Mm. Interesting. Which is which is something like if your heart's pounding, that's normal. All that stuff. So all this crazy stuff yeah. was happening. And I was very proactive with the way I was treating myself, which was got a therapist immediately, did not want to take medicine if I didn't have to, mm-hmm. uh, started exercising. Uh, started like forcing myself to keep doing life even though like you felt like you didn't want to and um i just kept going and going and going but at a certain point about two weeks ago uh, i started feeling like i was about i was like getting over it like i'm not as scared of food anymore i know life's normal i still never found out what i was allergic to after going to an allergy doctor Mm -hmm. Uh, which sometimes there are just random events like that yeah um which I'm like, I'm fine. I keep an EpiPen, even though I probably will never need it. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, at a certain point, something happened where I was about to get over it. And then I started becoming fixated on my own breath. Mm-hmm. I started paying hyper aware attention to my uh-huh. own breath over and over and over and over and over again. Every single breath in and out. Like, you know, it's, it's an yeah. autonomous thing. You did, yeah, we don't need to, you don't need to pay attention to it. It's the same thing as is blinking where like you you don't think about it at all. Um but for some reason I became hyper vigilant of my own breath. And then the, that this was treating me like hell for 2 weeks. Yeah. 
And when these, and as anxiety evolves, like, so there's OCD, which is having obsessions and compulsions, basically these loops in your head. Yeah. But it's a type of, that's actually a type of anxiety. I know it's kind of its own thing, but yeah, also yeah, yeah. it's all based on fear. Like the fear was, I'm never going to stop doing this. And like, I'm never going to be able to be in the moment and enjoy life again. Yeah. So as I started to get over the fear of sleep, the fear of the allergy, this loop basically picked mm. up with it. Mm hmm. And Mason, we talked like a week ago. Yeah. I was in a pretty dark place, like when we were talking, like oh, about yeah, a okay. week ago. Yeah. Um, because like I would make I would make progress. I would be like, okay, things are going okay. I can I can do this. I'm gonna climb my way out. I'm gonna keep trying. And then when I would feel better, the loop would return. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. the breath loop would return. So it'd be like, okay, I'm fine. And then my body's like, hold on, yeah. no, you're not. And then, um, I like, I got into a point of panic where like, I was convinced like I needed to go to the hospital, that there was something seriously wrong with me, mm -hmm. that I was going to have this. Cause what happens is I Googled this and it's this thing called like sensory something OCD, sensory motor OCD. Oh, yeah, okay. And mm -hmm. never look up mental health forum <laughs> posts cause you're never going to find the people who successfully took care of it. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to find the people who have been fighting through hell yeah, for a decade like years, yeah. unsuccessfully. Yeah. Those are the only people you're going to find. You're the people who did get over it, like, which is probably a lot of people. Yeah. They didn't need to post about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which doesn't mean like people, some people need help. This doesn't put them down or say they can't. It's just looking, Googling stuff is a bad idea. It is yeah. only, it, it only hurt me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every single time I Googled a physical symptom or a mental symptom or anything to help me. Yeah. Even when I Googled meditation, there's, there was a risk section on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I went to my therapist and I was like, I'm convinced I need to go to the hospital because I don't know, like, how to get a psychiatrist. Like, I don't, yeah, and yeah. I feel like I can't wait anymore. Mm-hmm. And he basically was like, okay, let's talk this out. And he's like, I support your decision if that's what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And he was like, all right, try reading this. And he gave me this book called The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, which is kind of a, um, a perspective on stoicism, which is a realm of, uh, it is a realm of philosophy, which is concerned with, okay, life is hell. The only way to get through your problems isn't to escape them, it's to go through yeah, them. Yeah, so yeah. keep digging down in the hole until you get to the other side, basically. Yeah. It's to not complain about your problems, it's to not mm. whine about them, it's to see yourself as a human who can help others, it's mm -hmm. to uh, show strength, and to basically, it's, you're a human, you gotta do your damn job. Yeah. Um. So, that was, that, that book kind of helped put things into perspective a lot. And I was like, all right, there's no way for me to get out of this loop right now. The only thing that will ever possibly work is meditating and learning to change my perspective on the situation so I don't yeah. suffer. Like, I'm not willing to give this up. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not killing myself. Like, I'm yeah. not, it's also only been two months. Like, I haven't been going through. So I went to my primary care doctor on Monday. He was like... I could I could refer you to a psychiatrist, but there's a shortage in Boston, so it's mm -hmm. gonna take three months. Yeah. And he's like, So what do you wanna take? And he basically offered me what medicine I wanted to take. <laughs> which is not what you do to someone. 
Give it all, no. dog. Give it me. He's That's like, give it Because I, I tried this thing called lorazepam once, didn't like it. And then <laughs> Xanax, which is like, uh, it's, it's an anti sort of panic attack kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, you want to take that? And I'm like, no. And he's like, oh, you want to try the SSRIs? But those take three months. Those are the ones, those are the long-term antidepressants yeah. that people take. And I was like, I don't know. And then he's like, you want to try the antipsychotics? Which are the last line of defense, basically, <laughs> in mental health situations. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe... And he prescribed me a very low dose of this thing called ketopine. I I was and then I just left that appointment basically being like this this yeah, the mental health the system is not going to save me. No, yeah. no, no, no. Which is I'm not saying that there aren't people it hasn't saved or that but the every all the medication I've seen has been like there are 50 million side effects for every single drug. Yep. Uh there are debates as to the effectiveness of each one. It yeah. varies widely. Mm-hmm. And just after having that conversation and having this antipsychotic drug prescribed to me, what I felt was not very compassionately, mm-hmm. I kind of got mad. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, you know what? What's my play? Like, here's yeah. where I'm at right now. I'm fucking depressed. Mm-hmm. I'm freaking anxious. Yeah. I'm like scared that I have like I developed OCD. Yeah. Which is like, it, that gives me some guilt too because it's like, if I solved this sooner this thing wouldn't have happened yeah, in the yeah, first yeah, place. That's not good. But what I realized is it probably would have happened anyways. <laughs> All yeah. this, it's I choose to believe in destiny to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, and stoicism goes into that that there is a destiny mm-hmm. and look at things as if it's not unfortunate that it happened. It's fortunate that it happened to you because it gives you an opportunity for growth. Mm-hmm. And it's fortunate that it happened to you and not to someone else who can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just thoughts. They can be controlled. Mm-hmm. If no one's figured it out before, you can be the first. Like, yeah. that's that's yeah. the stuff I try right. to... Because it's... When you realize that the mental health system might not be able to support you as well as you thought it could, yeah. it kind of, like, lights a fire under you a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta push yourself. And so, and so what happened was because my sleep hasn't been great for the last two months and be, and when you get more panic attacks and don't fix your anxiety, oh. you start freaking out over less and less stuff. So I'd have yeah. a scary thought and like, I would get like a shot of adrenaline in my chest mm-hmm. basically. Yep. Yeah. I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah. And it just, and it felt like, it feels like it's over nothing yeah. basically. I, I've, I've had a lot of those at work actually recently. Yeah. Where it's just a feeling of like, it's, it's like for like a it could be as long as five minutes. I'll be at my desk and then it's just like, I'm still, I continue to work mm-hmm. but I feel like my blood rushing through my body and like there's sort of a tightness in my chest. Yeah. When I just, it's a certain thoughts will trigger that. It's but a little panicky. Yeah. That's mostly just, you know, because of, you know, stuff that's happened in my life recently. Yeah. Less so like a deep rooted problem, less so that than just like, certain thoughts in my head will just like set me off right well what happens with a lot of people with anxiety and i've read a buttload of books about Mm -hmm. this and uh in the recent the recent times is that sometimes there will be months or even years of stress building up and it'll just take one watershed moment for like a generalized anxiety sort of disorder to develop which i'm not saying that's what you have and i and obviously i hope you don't all that stuff Mm mm-hmm but that's what it kind of that's what kind of feels like yeah, at yeah. time and that's what seems to happen. So yeah. I, was, I was like, "All right, what's my play?" I was like, "All right, going to meditate and I'm going to keep living my life and I'm going to do this because I can't shrink back. I can't become scared of going outside. I can't become scared of my senses." Mm-hmm. 
I have to work on figuring this out. Yep. And I and no matter how scary it gets, I just have to keep letting it get deeper and deeper and deeper. Yep. Because I can't go backwards. I can't forget what's happened already. Mm -hmm. So I either have to I have to figure it out Mm -hmm. because running away from it will make everything worse. Yes. Um. And I'm lucky and privileged that I I feel like I have I've have a certain support network and. Mm -hmm. I'd like to say I'd been bestowed with a certain fortitude from parents, God, whatever, yep. that allowed me to make that decision, and I recognize that there's many people who don't feel that they're capable of making that decision, but yeah. I felt that's the decision I have to make. Mm-hmm. So, I set up a psychiatrist appointment, I'm like, or I called a bunch just because I think I think I should still talk to one regardless. Because yeah. I need to know what's actually, I still don't know what's actually going on. It could yeah. just be anxiety, it could be OCD, it could be depression. My primary care doctor gave me a seven question quiz or a ten question quiz and diagnosed me with severe anxiety and severe depression. Yeah. Which just, I don't think that's reflective of my situation. Those like, those, those like little quizzes that are like do you, do you feel like you've lost interest in the things you enjoy? It's like those like generic questions are yeah. so twisted to try and just label everyone as having depression because yeah. like everybody experiences those like pretty regularly yeah and there's very few people who haven't once in their life said wow i don't want to get out of bed today or wow i don't know if i want to do my hobby today i'm not feeling it or yeah. this or that like everyone's had like stumps or weeks or months where they just feel down like and that's like such an easy way to just like Oh, I feel like I'm depressed. They hand you this quiz that just has all the questions on it that you can easily answer and say, yes, I have depression. Yeah. It's just such a quick and easy way for a doctor to just be like, here's some medicine. Go home. They don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Hope it's, it won't be figured out. And yeah. medicine can really help people. It can. Yeah. Not, I have nothing against depression medicine. And I know many people who have benefited from it, but I just feel like it's it's overly used. And it's over prescribed. Mo- way, way more people could benefit from perspective rather than than just medicine because like medicine is intended to help you get through what you need to get through while you learn to to live differently yeah some people need it forever because of something much deeper Mm -hmm. much much deeper rooted in them i know people who were born into families that are just highly depressed just many many people are clinically depressed and it just runs in the family yeah and they just need medicine it's just a part of like their day they just have it's the only way to get through the day and I know some people who the medicine made it worse and the only way they can get through it is just by living differently. Yeah. But some people it's a it's a it's a middle middle right. way. It helps you deal with the problems while you learn to change. But there's a lot of doctors just hand you it thinking that oh, I'll give them this medicine, it'll placebo them through this like little rut in their life and then they'll move on. Or it know? lowers awareness. Like so there are some drugs like the SSRIs I believe do have the capability to it won't make you a zombie. It's not necessarily a placebo yeah, if you if you're in the yeah. right situation and all there's all these different drugs. Um and it's not just a placebo effect, but well, a yeah, lot of yeah. drugs do all they really do is lower your awareness. Yeah. Uh which is not something I would rather suffer. Yeah, that you, it's not going to help you, yeah, in that way. Then if given the choice, yeah. I would rather suffer through than uh like become a zombie yeah which no one wants to be a zombie but also like it feels like so many of the drugs are like that well yeah i mean like and and when i say placebo i don't mean that the drugs don't actually work 
I meant that in the sense of it's it's not going to work fast enough to actually help somebody. Uh, in the immediate, only, if, if somebody's in a rut for a for a month of their life, an antidepressant isn't going to help them. Yeah. But it will give them the feeling that it's helping them, and then they'll get out of it, and then they'll move on with their right. lives. Like that's like some people, that's all they need. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you should give them me- the medicine for that. I think you should just tell them, "Hey, look, you're not depressed. You're just going <laughs> through a rut." <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know. I and like absolutely like the the sort of like mentality of suffering is so like i don't know people don't want to go through shit anymore a lot of people would rather take a pill and get and get things or drink alcohol or or take a drug anything they can do to like just get them themselves through something you know but sometimes it is better just to just let the let the shit hit the fan and let let life just sort of run you over and then you know, get back up afterwards. Yeah. And I think that's that's how I've dealt with my problems throughout my whole life. So that's sort of something that I believe in because I got to where I am now by just sort of like dealing. But that's also, again, it's not for everyone. Some people right. need different kinds of help, different levels of help. It just depends on who you are. Yeah. You know? Mental health is complicated. It's so complicated. It's, it's, that's, that's one thing I learned, like especially as like I got to like a super dark place is... It's crazy to think that there's this much suffering that's happening purely in your own head. Mm-hmm. There's nothing physically wrong with you, except the stress on your body is like, does have, it sends out these signals, which is like the, the, the symptoms of anxiety, yeah. the physical symptoms that we all know. Um, and that if you thought differently and, and slept better in time, it would stop. But it's like your mind ran off without you and it feels like at times that it stole my life from mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. yep like is is it, it feels like it stole my life and and uh what happened is i was like okay i'm going to sit with this and no matter how bad it gets so i'm like all right i'm going to sit with this so i did my thing and the breathing thing started to go away and as that started to happen i started becoming it switched from breathing to Blinking like I, I had a hyper awareness of when other people would blink either on TV in real life mm-hmm. like my mind would basically it would be like noticed it noticed it noticed it noticed it noticed it yeah over yeah, and over again yeah that can drive you crazy so you you've you've been there before I, I I'm like that with sounds when I I, I, mm. I become very aware of the sound of my s's and my t's yeah um and it, it it's something that I and also like the noises when I'm laying in bed. I be I I am a very like, um, I'm anxious in bed. Like when, yeah. I, sl- when I try to sleep, I I become very very aware of everything that's happening around me. And it's a problem I've dealt with since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, it's just like a it's something that I've I've worked on a lot, and it's like anything any sound it becomes ten times louder to me and. Like I can hear stuff that's going on like down the street and like I'll just listen really carefully for everything that's happening around me. And I'll I'll pay attention to the pulsing in my head. Um and like basically anything that I can like It's hypervigilance basically. Yeah. It's it's what it what it is. The way I thought of it last night is so mindfulness is having complete awareness of yourself and being comfortable with it. Like that's kind of the whole meditation thing. Mm-hmm. Hypervigilance is kind of your anxiety taking your awareness, hijacking it, 
mm-hmm. and calling it mindfulness. Yeah. So like I would just have awareness of like the feeling of my pants against my <laughs> legs. Yeah. Or like just I would feel a tightness in my arm for no reason. Mm-hmm. Or like when I got obsessed with my own blinking, like today and last night. Yeah. Like I would just I would just feel the muscles of my eye. And I have to remind myself, which the meditation helps with, because the meditation allows you to look at your thoughts and, like, see them as thoughts. I'm not trapped in a loop forever. These are thoughts. This is awareness that passes. Mm -hmm. Every situation passes if you allow it to. Mm -hmm. Uh, But just just to get to that point where it's like, no, 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 this is purely autonomous. You let it happen. You will never notice it. In fact, even if you try to notice it, your hypervigilance will notice your eye muscles move, but you won't even see your eyes close. Yeah. It's just, it's amazing that like it, it works all in that way. Yeah. So it was basically, I accepted my situation and I decided I'm just going to keep going down this rabbit hole, mm-hmm. no matter how many obsessions come up or how dark it gets because I can't forget. Yeah. This happens. So I just have to figure out how to deal with it and conquer it and mm-hmm. accept it. Because if I learn to fully accept it and not care about it or not care about the consequences, yeah. then it will go away and I can let things be equanimity. Yeah. All that all that it's, kind of it's stuff. It's another way of becoming comfortable with yourself. Right. Like it's it's not the same idea as like I don't know, like if you have a certain behavior or the way that you laugh, things that you have to accept about yourself like that society sees then there's the part of you that you have to see that only you sees which right. is like the inside the the the, the eye you know in your yeah. head and that's the harder part you know but yeah it's so. it's it's about realizing they're all thoughts yeah um that thoughts are thoughts is kind of is kind of the way i i like yeah. to look at it no you're right like, um like this this morning i uh i thought what if i hiccup forever because like that's that's just a dumb thing that i yeah. thought of because it's like there was someone in the guinness book of world records who did that shit and i was like what if i'm obsessed with blinking on my wedding day which probably won't be for another three or four years and i'm probably gonna forget that but i'm like what if i just never forget and then i have to deal with it and then there's like some perfectionistic stuff in there yep See, that's um me. That's me. <laughs> where it's this dumb stuff that then it's it's like so what so you notice it for like the 10 minutes you're getting married and then you'll be fine because you'll be too distracted because you'll be pulled in a million directions and you'll probably be drunk like (laughs) yeah like it's then your day will be 98 percent amazing like oh no yeah yeah uh but it's like it's it's all these fears about like this thing is i'm never gonna get out of this i'm never gonna escape it Mm -hmm. and it's like i'm gonna be obsessed with this forever and like it doesn't actually it doesn't work it's life is not an all or nothing thing it never mm-hmm. is never has been uh i thought the breathing thing was never going to stop 2 weeks ago it hasn't really happened lately it could be yeah. because my mind hijacked it with other stuff but that's you got to let it do that it's just i'm <laughs> you have to let the thoughts happen or else they will only get stronger yep. is what i've is what i'm like so believe it or not as things got worse and as I got that mental perspective, mm-hmm. things actually got a little better because mm-hmm. you're like, this probably would have happened other way. Otherwise, I remember looking at the blink cycles of video game characters when I was younger. This probably was just waiting to happen at some point. <laughs> yeah. And I guess like, I guess I just got to deal with it and I'm going to see a psychiatrist and we're going to see what they say. 
And we're going to see, like, either they put me on medicine or there's some CBT, like cognitive behavioral therapy stuff that'll probably help. Mm -hmm. Or if I just learn to change my perspective and change my relationship with, with my mind, then maybe that'll take care of it. Mm -hmm. But, like, there's no giving up, dude. Uh, and then a couple things. One, get a therapist if you ever have to deal with this. Two, read Stoicism and read about meditation. Mm -hmm. Those are the two things that will save your shit. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things that it's one one gives you a perspective on how to treat obstacles as opportunities. The other one will allow you to see your thoughts as thoughts, which is going to be very difficult to do in the current state. Mm -hmm. Exercise, mm -hmm. live your life as normal. Mm -hmm. uh, and then some other books I would recommend are. There's actually one I have. It's one of these books from like the 70s, believe it or not. It's uh, it's called by Claire Weeks. It's called Hope and Help for Your Nerves. I think it's from the 70s maybe? I Sounds it. like it. I believe it. It's, it's one of these, like, it smells like a library. Yeah. Um, my favorite smell. And she calls it, it nervous illness, not anxiety. But mm. uh, it kind of... She understood this shit well before everyone else did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's also... I would also recommend reading a book about cognitive behavioral therapy, which is... It sort of teaches you how to confront fears, cope with your issues... In smart ways that don't require medication. Mm -hmm. um, Y'all want to talk about hot dogs? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Hot dogs are where it's at. Um, I mean, I kind of really want hot dogs right now. <laughs> right oh, now? I, I was at Costco yesterday, and I got one of the chicken bakes and a slice of pizza. I got the special pizza, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, amazing. Costco food is amazing. I wanted to get a hot dog after I, I ate at the beginning, and at the end of the Costco trip, I wanted to get a hot dog, <laughs> but I was too full, because the no. hot dogs are, are too big. Oh, the Costco hot dogs are ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So you boys went to uh, you guys. You boys were in Worcester, mm -hmm. and you did like some hot dog tour yesterday. <laughs> hot dog safari. <laughs> yeah, that's the the Worcester hot dog safari. There was um a few. Apparently, there's um well, it's it's at Ralph's Diner, um mm -hmm. sponsor, and then they go. I think to a couple of the ones that won from last year. It was only one from last. Oh, year. Oh, one from last year. I thought. Well, the there's one the the dog father that, that was, was apparently like a great one. Yeah, everyone everyone hyped that one up, but then that one was the one that um that was even even the boy Ben was hyping that up, and then yeah. it, it, we, we, you guys did. I didn't mind it. It was my lowest score, but I didn't mind score, it. That was bottom tier, dude. That was, that was I didn't mind it. I had I had Donnie's hot sauce. I had Donnie's. Donnie's hot, I'm telling Donnie's you right now, hot Donnie's hot sauce couldn't save that damn hot dog. Yeah, that was it saved mine, dog. Save mine, I'll dog. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Sully's. Sully's is so good. Sully's out in Dudley. Sully's Sponsor, out in Dudley. Check them Yeah, out. check them Dude, they. Dang. Not only was the service godlike, it was. Service was godlike. Came out quick. It will. Uh, then yours, yours didn't. I'm your, not going to. I would never. Yeah I, yeah. I would never ever blame them for what happened there. Yeah. It was very obvious. Somebody stole my hot dog <laughs> and they refused to admit it. But yeah. I knew they stole my hot dog yeah. earlier. Yeah. But like, I just I think, didn't yeah. want to believe it. Yep. Because I heard my name called yep. and I saw her walk over to that table with yep. those two people sitting at it. Yep. And she handed them the hot dog. Yeah, and you're like, that's and mine. I was like, that's my dog. That's my dog. And I'm almost 100% sure. That's my dog. But I'm not going to make a scene in here right now because yeah. it might not be mine. Yeah. Because the woman said earlier that there were a lot of mats. So yeah. I was like, okay, maybe it was just another dude named uh -huh. Matt. Yeah. Turns out that was mine. <laughs> so I didn't, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to, that wasn't their fault. That was somebody yeah. being dishonest and, 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 uh, but I think know. they, they, they handled it well. They handled, yeah, they it was, it was it really well. fun. That's what I was going to say is it was really, it was really a good place. The dogs were, the, 
This the options, the mm, toppings. There was like thirteen oh, special yeah. dogs plus oh, yeah. four like special yeah. tea dogs yep. for that day. Yep. yep. And then there was the like, what was the other one? Um, Grumpies. Grumpies. Grumpies I was good. I honestly feel like I I feel like you, I should have given Grumpies a higher score than yeah. Sully's, not because Sully's isn't essential, isn't necessarily a better hot dog experience. Yeah. But I think that the Grumpy hot dog itself was, was better. Just such a good hot dog. Yeah. I couldn't. I heard they actually ran out by the end of it. I Are heard some people. Me? I heard Dude, some people. I would have came back. I would have come back and grabbed another yeah. one. Yeah. I heard some people at, at Ralph's after everything. They were like, oh, yo, dude, when we got to Grumpy's, they were all out. They were yeah. all out of Grumpy's dogs. And I was like, damn. Yeah, dude. That, you guys got to describe some of these hot dogs, too. So, yeah, no, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're just talking <laughs> ratings right now. Hype it up. We're just talking ratings right now. Yeah. So, so, so this was the best. I had the, um, it was called the Holy Smoker. Yo. Right? So it had a slice of bacon. Mm-hmm. Slice of bacon. It had jalapenos. I think it had some like a spicy mustard or celery salt. I think that was what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the hot dog, uh, grill. There was toasted buns with butter, butter, and uh, I think there was maybe some mustard. I think I already mentioned that. That dog was that was it. Like I, I tasted it. That was that it. was the Grumpies, right? That was oh no, sorry, that, that was, was my Sully. yeah, that was Sully's Grumpies. I had uh, well, I forget what it was called. They, of course, they have all the cheesy names, right? But I had the one with fresh bell peppers, onions, and I think there was something else. It was onions, pepper. Maybe it was two different peppers and onions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that one, it just tasted really fresh. Oof. It just tasted so fresh. And it was that one, the, the buns were really good. That one came in second. That was almost above 40 points. Because yeah, you think about 40 points 40. is like 80, 80%. The highest score you can get is a 50. Yeah. That's if you get a 10 in every category. Mm-hmm. The categories were. Uh, oh yeah, and by, we never even explained the hot dog safari. <laughs> no, I'm extremely confused so, right now. The hot dog safari is basically what we were saying. You go around, but the, but yeah. the, what we're talking about when we talk about scoring is that you get a little piece of paper. Yep. And there's five categories yep. that you rate each hot dog place. Yeah. It's like, what is it? It's, it's toppings, toppings, bun, dog, dog, presentation, value, value. and then the and total. It's an annual thing. Yeah. Yes. This is a yearly thing. And it's grew. It grew a lot this year. Yeah, it keeps. It keeps. Every year it grows. Every year it grows. But at the uh, the gr- Grumpy's one I got was the Mac. The Mac. It, yeah, not the, the Mac. It wasn't the Mac Attack. That'd be insane <laughs> if they actually tried that. It was something about Mac and cheese. Yeah. It was Mac and cheese and chili. Yeah. And that's just that. And then didn't you also get? You got the side of the potatoes. I forgot yeah. what those were so called. I got the the side of potatoes with the garlic, yeah, dusting and everything on it. That was that, that was, was the and sauce. it came with the boom boom sauce. The, on the boom side. boom sauce. Ooh, that God, was the real that stuff. sauce. Was so good. That was the real stuff. So that was a that was my my grumpy dog. And then there was the Sully's, which I got the ghoulish, mm. which was bacon. Mm-hmm. Um barbecue sauce or something yeah. and then a couple of stuff it was really good it was yeah a really good dog and then what else was there there was the murphy's which was the yeah, bar the which we just got i got normal yeah, standard dog that was that was the recovery that was, dog. The, recovery that was dog. the one that was a mess though because all the the road work and yeah, stuff was, was all going we were literally right in front of that the was crazy so we had to drive around five streets you know and <laughs> Almost get hit by like a, yeah, five like a scooper co- yeah. truck thing. Oh my god! They, they almost cause a gridlock because the other person yeah, didn't want to move. Gridlock that road. <laughs> but then, but then that was a good dog. That was yeah. a solid dog. Standard. And then there was 
the god the dog father which was, i don't even want to talk about i don't yikes. even want to talk about the dog place that bad but it's devoted to hot dogs yeah yeah i was really oh the chili was water yeah there was no flavor oh, man. and, you, and yeah. then the dog was like a oscar meyer wiener like had no thickness no snap and it was the smallest dog and it, the bun was longer <laughs> than the dog y'all boys you had to bite into like it. straight up bread before we even got to the hot dog man and then like they also put something else on there. It was just, oh, it was so I terrible. I liked mine. I got the right one. Apparently, I liked mine. Y'all y'all Dude, went I, in hard. I on legit that one. like I legit wanted to throw up when I looked at that hot dog. Damn, it was, it was gross. I was <laughs> I guess I, I could just eat anything at this point. Not no more dog father. For, it got like a twenty three for me. Yeah, I think, I think, I think for me it got a thirty four, which was I think that was ten points better than either one of your your boys scores. And then there was what else? What was the last two? Uh, oh, there was a uh, the la the, the blah, blah, blah. there's like the the like the law something the oh yeah that one uh, the lake lake something? yeah lake lake, lake street lake no view, not lake, lake something lake, lake, lake view. view I think it was yeah. lake view lake view something that one was just that like, was just, sta that like was just standard chili cheese it was, it was like dog. average in like the way that like it was such a baseline it was yeah. like it was like that one got like the median the score. right right in the middle right in the middle it was nothing spicy but yeah. it wasn't anything it was a, a nice solid view. Experience. it was good it was yeah. good and good it was location. like the italian ice place right next yeah. to it, which was really good and so then there like was a, the yeah. last one which was <sighs> the the well there's also ralph's ralph's, ralph's diner had i think there's another one oh, was though. there another one well, there's six six total you talk about sully's dog father murph murph Mur Mur like yeah um and then there was the Grumpies, Grumpies, last Ralphs, and then there was one other one. What was the other one? I don't know. Sounds like that. Sounds that like that one. A good one. Yeah, that was, was forgettable. No, it scored pretty. I remember that one scored kind of high for us, didn't it? Probably. Yeah, it was probably like second or third. No, it probably was third. My, I have the shirt in my basket. Green. It's green. <laughs> yeah, <on>. the green. <laughs> yeah, all, all the places are on the back. There we go. Let's see. Which one did we not say? So there's the Ralph Diner, <laughs> there's Sully's, Sully's, Grumpy's, Dogfather, Marty's, and Lakeway. And Lakeway. Yeah, we got them all. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, was, was it Marty's Pub? It wasn't Murphy's Mar Pub. Yeah, oh, yeah. it, was it was should have been Murphy's Pub at that yeah. point. That's so was, Irish dog. Hard. Anyways, those were like the those those are some good dogs. Yeah, out there. aside from the dog father, that was a really good experience. Yeah, for the it was. Part. I think last year, last year was wild. Dog last year the, was the real good. Bus and the the and, bus was and the <laughs> overall quality of was, dog. Yeah. Oh, it dude, was way the, better. The clam box. Oh, I, the clam I box. Go back there. Yeah, the clam box was lit, and then we got the fries. We got the deal. That was the they had four dogs and fries yeah, for, like for like six bucks yeah, or five not even, dollars. It was ridiculous. Think, yeah. That it was, was the best wild. value in the world. And then there was um twenty five a dog. It was like Ooh. The cheapest one we got this year was a buck seventy five. Yeah. And that was that was the one at the pub. And they were like full dogs. Yeah, they, they were, were they were good dogs. They were they good were like dogs. Fucking yeah. like eight, nine inch dogs. Yeah. Like we're talking like the big the the ball. The real boys. Dogs. Yeah, the real boys. Not the wimpy dogs. Grumpy's was just a little bit cheaper. That would have that would have that would have uh, upscaled Sully's. Grump Sully's Sully's is still on top. Grumpy's dogs were so good. It's just yeah. I couldn't I couldn't get on board with four bucks for a yeah for a dog. four dollars for one dog. Even though it was like with the mac and cheese, and there the was chili, a lot on it. You yeah, know, it was still like a good. It was a good value for that particular dog. Yeah. But then I looked at the price of their standard dog. And yeah. It was two seventy five. Yeah, something, that's outrageous. Like, that's way too. That's much, outrageous. So I couldn't get on board with that. No sir. No sir.
So do you pay? So you pay one price up front, and you get like tickets to get the dogs. Yeah, I think that rating sheet just drive. might cost like five dollars just to maybe maybe support I, 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 don't, I don't really know, but yeah. to, to my knowledge, you can buy a shirt, which I you know which yeah I we do, always but, do support the cause. Um, but I don't know if you have to pay. You might have to pay like five bucks at most. But yeah, you just get the sheet, and then you you go and you drive it yourself. Like yeah. you don't have to. You don't have to wait for anyone. Last year they did the bus. Which yeah, was sick. It was sick, but it was a little, it was a little loud. too wild. Some frat boys a in the back. A little too wild. They're yeah, packing we're, them buds. Yeah. They were packing buds. Surprise, surprise. Me, you know, me and Matt are not the most party animal. Actually, <laughs> you think, as I was like, what was it? A couple episodes ago, I was talking about going to the damn club. Yeah. I was like, the, yeah, but you weren't going to the club. For the <laughs> I was right going reason. to the music. You were going for the music, which is the dumbest thing ever. I'm oh. dumb as hell, dog. And this damn street. Yeah, End we're on, we're on an hour right now. This is insanity. End this damn good. Yeah. Do three unprepared men at gmail.com write us an email if you have anything to say Ooh, if you haven't gotten an show. email yet yeah, yeah. tweet at first us time for tweet, at, tweet us. at us check us out on the google play and yeah. the itunes we'll do we'll do contests at some point yeah. actually at me actually at yeah. me family. the twitter is most important because you get them contest yeah. entries yeah that's true. gift card that's true yeah. and i out all right talk to you later bye have a good day Adios, amigos.